Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and lover of unsolved mysteries. And I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Now, before we get into this episode, I do want to give a quick trigger warning. This episode does include stories about drug and alcohol abuse and suicide. So if those themes are uncomfortable for you and triggering, you don't need to listen to this one. Okay, let's get into it. Edgar Allan Poe is considered one of the greatest American writers, having churned out a long list of poems, short stories, novels, essays, and pieces of literary criticisms over the course of his career. Poe is best known for writing gothic horror and mystery. Churning out famous stories like The Raven, The Telltale Heart, and The Fall of the House of Usher. Sadly, and coincidentally, Poe's own death was something out of a McCabe tale, and remains a mystery to this very day. Poe died exactly 171 years ago today, on October 7, 1849. But first, let's reverse. Poe was only 40 years old when he died, but in his short time on Earth, he had a pretty impressive career. Born in Boston on 1809, he anonymously published his first collection of poems in 1827, shortly after dropping out of the University of Virginia and enlisting in the Army. Two years later, he dropped out of the Army and committed to writing full-time, He did end up being a successful writer, publishing dozens of poems, 70 tales, including The Raven and The Telltale Heart, nine literary essays, two novels, and a play. Plus, he contributed to a number of literary and critical journals. Throughout his career, Poe lived in Baltimore, New York, and Philadelphia, among other places in the Northeast, and earned some recognition and renown for his work. But Poe had some problems. In 1835, Poe married his, uh, 13-year-old cousin, Virginia Clem. As an aside, there is a lot of debate among historians about the weirdness of this marriage, both because of the 11-year age difference, but also because the two seemed more like brother and sister than husband and wife, but that's a discussion for a different time. In January of 1842, though, Virginia started showing signs of tuberculosis. Her illness progressed, and Poe, who was already a pretty heavy drinker, started drinking even more. Virginia died in January 1847, and Poe turned into a huge mess. He drank, he tried unsuccessfully to court a few women, he drank some more. Finally, in the summer of 1849, he went to Richmond, Virginia, and got back together with his old high school sweetheart. At the end of that September, Poe began making the trip from Richmond to Philadelphia. No one knows what he was doing on that journey, but on October 3rd, he was spotted in Baltimore, delirious and slumped outside of an Irish pub. The man who found him, one Joseph W. Walker, said he was in great distress and in need of immediate assistance. He was taken to Washington College Hospital and died four days later. 
Allegedly, his last words were, Lord, help my poor soul. He was buried at the Westminster Hall and burying ground in Baltimore, where his plot remains today. Here's the thing about Poe's death. Nobody knows how or why it happened. A newspaper reported the cause as congestion of the brain, which was a fancy way of saying he drank himself to death. But the doctor who treated him said he wasn't drunk. He had also joined something called the Sons of Temperance, which is like an old-timey Alcoholics Anonymous around the time of his death. And his friends say he wasn't violating it. He was dressed in shabby, weird clothes, which seemed extremely out of character, and no one even knew what he was doing in Baltimore at the time. Historians have suspected a bunch of causes of death over the years. One theory is that Poe poisoned himself, or otherwise attempted suicide. He was really depressed after Virginia's death, and never recovered. That theory had never been proven, though. Another theory is that he was the victim of something called cooping, since he was found in Baltimore on the day of an election— Cooping was a voting scam in which people were kidnapped, drugged, and then coerced into voting at different polling sites to game the ballot box. Other theories have included syphilis, a brain tumor, epilepsy, cholera, delirium tremens, so drinking-related, and even rabies. The drinking-himself-to-death theory is still Baltimore lore. Allegedly, Poe had his last drink at a bar called The Horse You Came In on Saloon, located in Baltimore's Fells Point neighborhood. The horse, as it's called, opened in 1775 and is still serving drinks today, which it claims makes it the country's oldest continuously operating bar. It was reportedly one of Poe's favorite drinking holes, and to commemorate him, there's a seat with his face on it, stamped Poe's Last Stop. Historians have blown up the theory that the horse was Poe's last stop, although he may have stopped in some time before he was found on October 3rd. Either way, bartenders swear he haunts the bar, which, you know, I buy. Today, Baltimore honors Poe a step further. Their football team is called the Baltimore Ravens, after one of Poe's most famous works. Let's move on to today's music fact. In 2008, Spotify launched. Although Spotify really doesn't need any introduction, I'll give you one anyway. The company was launched by Daniel Ek and Martin Lorenzon, Swedish entrepreneurs. They named Spotify by combining the words spot and identify. However, it didn't launch in the United States until 2011. Prior to that, it was only available in Europe. In the month it launched, the most streamed song was Viva La Vida by Coldplay. And for the year, it was Human by The Killers. Today, Spotify has 180 million active users and over 40 million songs. Three cheers for Spotify, because it brought me to you. And for today's final segment, I'm going to look in my photo archives to see what I was up to on an October 7th in my life. So on October 7th, 2016, I had recently just decided that I wanted to pick up cello again. I quit in 2013 when I was going to high school for the first time. I'd been playing cello for five years at that point, and I didn't want to play it anymore because I was lazy and didn't enjoy it. But I had a realization in 2016 that I did miss it, and playing classical music is still something that I really enjoy and love and appreciate. Um, and I wanted to go back and I emailed my cello teacher and she was like, of course, let's start lessons again. I had also bought a cello. So it was like kind of just sitting around and I I probably should have just used it, which I did. Good for me. Um, but I have a video here of my cello teacher playing an example of like one of the songs I was working on. But the reason that I even want to talk about this is because 
I didn't actually know how to read music for cello um, after coming back from playing it (laughs) for five years. And so something that happens when you're younger, when you're learning an instrument, is that you oftentimes just do everything by ear, which trained me really well for the things that I do now with like harmonies and making music and stuff. But I had to tell my cello teacher that I didn't know how to read music and that was really embarrassing. And so I had to basically relearn after five years of training how to read sheet music. And I also, my rhythm was also really bad. So I had to do everything with like a metronome and I had clapping exercises too (laughs) because I was so bad at keeping rhythm. Thankfully I'm better now. So that's good. I guess that's, that's what I was up to on October 7th. And I guess all that to say that if you ever feel like you are interested in doing something and you feel like maybe the opportunity has cut itself off already, that's not true. You can always start new passions and hobbies, even if you feel like you skipped out on the opportunity to do so early on. It's never too late. And that concludes this episode of 365 Days with MXM Tune. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts like this one. And you can follow at 365 Days MXM Tune to keep up with the podcast anywhere you like. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.